Lovecast with Dave Arama. The Lovecast, the Lovecast, the Lovecast. The Lovecast with Dave Arama. Greetings, Earth-dwelling nerve robots and sonic nomads. Welcome to the final edition of the Lovecast for the year 2023. Dave O'Rama landing in your ears with some spicy sounds to set your earbuds on fire. I hope you've been able to take a little time off the daily grind to get some much-deserved winter solstice chill time. But that's enough chill for the time being, and as New Year's Eve approaches, I've got the pre-party mixed up for this week's Sonic Feast, specially designed by Dave O'Rama for the holiday season. I've also invited some guests over today because that's what the winter holidays are all about, right? Sharing food and body heat so that we can all live to see another growing season. This week on the program, my guests are Blanca Escoba, Nick Lagasse, and Aiko Sato, who are all members of the Vancouver-based global fusion band Mingua. I ran into Mingua last month when I was attending the Woodstove Festival in Cumberland, BC, while doing some work for the Comox Valley Community Radio Association, CVOX. It was a really fun time for all of us, so I thought I would share some of that magic and the magic of Mingua on the final Lovecast of 2023. Speaking of wood stoves, I'm here to heat things up for you as we welcome back the sun and continue to celebrate 21 years of the Lovecast on the public airwaves. So to fire up the Lovecast furnace, I have Toronto resident Elena Morales joining forces with Anita Graciano and the women of Ocan to celebrate the sisterhood right here, right now on The Sound of Your City. Esperamos. 
uma vida inteira Mil facetas pra seguir Mãe, mulher, tu me deixe Só eu posso decidir Mas sei de tantas mulheres com outro bordão Luta sofre em suas vidas Sem outra opção Eu canto com essas irmãs E alma na mão Chegará o dia da profecia Que tanto esperamos Eu canto com essas irmãs E alma na mão Chegará o dia da profecia Que tanto esperamos Eu canto com essas irmãs E alma na mão Chegará o dia da profecia Que tanto esperamos I'm Coco Love Alcorn. You're listening to The Love Cast with Dave Orama.
This is Martin Perna from Antibalas. You're listening to the Lovecast with Dave Rama.
like it. Try it, you like it. Try it, you like it. sucker for some good old latin soul boogaloo and that's a hot little mix in there for you with a triple shot of joe the joe cuba sextet and put a din mr subway joe the great joe batan in the mix with too much lovin and joe loco bringing the chihuahua boogaloo for a triple shot of vintage latin soul some infectious borderline pop from Arizona band and Calexico spin-off Orquesta Mendoza, which is a band fronted by Sergio Mendoza. From the 2020 release El Curandero, Orquesta Mendoza, and the song Erez Oficial. 
we had the sounds of the Nortec Collective out of Tijuana, Mexico, with Bostich and Fuzzable laying down some bubbly Norteño sounds with the instrumental Punta Banda. Also from Mexico, some big fun and fat rhythms with Buena Vibra social sound dropping some Lucumbia on your feet. And to get all that spicy mess onto the heat, I began my mix with celebrated Toronto musician Elena Morales sharing some soredad with her musical sisters Anita Graciano and the members of Afro-Cuban jazz group Ocan. It's all about flavor this week on the Lovecast, where everything is extra hot for the final show of 2023, featuring my special holiday guests, some of the members of the Vancouver-based global fusion group Mingua. Blanca, Nick, and Aiko will be joining me on the program in Hour 2, where we will be talking to them about the band's 10-year history and sample some of their very fine music. My name is Dave Orama, and I bring you the Lovecast every weekend as a small gesture of beauty and peace. I hope the music today finds you at peace, and if not, I hope it brings you some release. And remember, you got to watch out for Joe, because that guy is everywhere.
I'm Lily Frost, and you're listening to The Lovecast with Dave Arama.
Hi, I'm Kath from El Combo Cumbialandia, and you're listening to The Love Cast with Deva Rama, full of love. No problem. 
Some new sounds from Vancouver band Rumba Calzada in the mix. Rumba Calzada is a Latin dance band that has been dazzling dancers on Canada's West Coast since 1991. This is the band's fifth album released back in January called Feel the Sun, and we heard a savory piece of Latin jazz named in honor of the legendary trumpet player and band leader Bobby Rodriguez. Some heavy dance floor motivations from Montreal 12-piece Langaya Salsa Brava smoking up the place with a rebellion de un tambor from the album Estetica de un Rombero. And then in honor of the release of the new Santana documentary called Carlos, I played a live version of the Tito Puente classic performed by the band Santana and taken from the 1994 release Lotus, which was recorded live in Osaka, Japan in 1973. The powerful psychedelic Latin blues rock sound of Santana and a killer version of Oye Como Va. Some New York City grooves bouncing in your ears courtesy of the fun-loving criminals because everybody needs to seek out as much fun as life will allow. The title track of the album Loco for anyone feeling a little cooped up during the dark winter months. Don't worry, the love cast has you covered. Some hypnotic funcutations straight out of Brazil from a very big band called Nomad Orchestra showing off with some incredible horn soloing over some greasy bass lines. Nomad Orchestra with the instrumental Humaita. You can go find their music on Bandcamp. And at the top of the mix, the legendary Willy Bobo in the set with the original version of a song that would later be a big hit for Santana. Willie Bobo telling you that you better change your evil ways. Bringing us right up to that point in time where we must cross the interdimensional border between hour one and hour two of the Lovecast. Next up, stay tuned for my interview with members of the Vancouver-based global fusion group Mingua, coming up here on the Lovecast following Station Identification. I'm Petunia from Petunia and the Vipers. This is the Lovecast with Dave Arama. Yay! Allá, más allá. A las olas te entregarás y un 
Hour two of the final Lovecast of the year 2023. I'm so glad you could join me here over the holidays where I've been featuring some special guests because holiday season is all about socializing with friends and family. Last month, while I was attending the fabulous Woodstove Festival on Vancouver Island, I was able to set up an interview with Vancouver-based global fusion band Mingua, who were one of a massive lineup of mostly Canadian artists performing at Woodstove this year. I set up this interview in collaboration with Seavox. Comox Valley Community Radio had a presence at the festival, and we recorded this interview in a hair salon in Cumberland, BC. But just before we welcome our holiday guest, I just want to remind you that you can listen to hundreds of past shows at the Lovecast online audio archives at mixcloud.com forward slash Davorama or thelovecast.podbean.com. You can also find links to past shows at the Lovecast show page at ciut.fm. I'd also very much appreciate you giving me some like at our social media page, The Lovecast with Davorama on Facebook. I hope you're enjoying the program today. Right now, I have a treat for you. So please welcome my special holiday guests, Blanca, Nick, and Aiko from the band Mingua, right here, right now, 
on the Lovecast. Y luego otra vez, yo le dije, y ella me dijo, y le agarré, y me agarró, y pues ya, nos pusimos a bailar. here and i'm here with members of mingua and they're performing at the Woodstove festival in cumberland which happens in the first weekend of november every year i'm here with nick and blanca and aiko this isn't your first time playing on vancouver island is it no no it's not actually it's our second time in cumberland like we came and play at the waverly hotel once it was really awesome R- really yeah, okay yeah. and who and did you did was it just you on the bill or did you play no, with we, someone we shared the stage with uh the awesome um, true loves i don't know if you, they're from seattle oh, okay i've heard of them yeah 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 that yeah, was pretty nice Good so night. so First of all, what is Mingua? What is the what is where's that name come from? I'll let you take on it. <laughs> You're better explaining. Thank you. 
I'm Nick, and it was on a deep dive one night in the internet. Uh, we had been looking, and as a band with uh, nine members at the time, coming up with a band name that everybody can agree on, a uh, bit of a challenge. So uh, we ended up, well, one of the candidates was this creature, apparently from Tanzania, East Africa. It's called the Mingwa. It's bigger than a tiger and a lion. Uh, it looks more like a tabby cat, I guess, kind of gray and, and black stripes, and kind of like I'd say the Sasquatch of East Africa like nobody knows whether it ever existed there's stories about it like folk songs from hundreds of years ago the British have apparently accounts of it and it's uh, quite a scary scary animal for for certain villages in Tanzania at least the the myth of it so it also apparently means the strange one in Swahili that's so that's why it, because it's Swahili language it's missing the I it's just M-N-G-W-A and actually I went to Tanzania like asking people if they had heard of this animal and some people looked at it and had no idea. One guy, when I asked him how to pronounce it, like properly in Swahili, he said, Mwah. <laughs> so, so you can just so say. So that's the way we pronounce the name of the band. Mwah. Yeah. Mwah. Okay. Yeah. And you say it's the strange one. So this, is that kind of referencing how your music is hard to define? Totally. What, it's, a, it's a big mixture. Like some people think you're a Latin band, but you're not really, right? I always say that when uh, when Latinos hear it, they would probably say we don't sound very Latin. But when non-Latinos hear it, they think it sounds like Latin American because the vocals are mostly in Spanish and we have polyrhythms and congas. So, so yeah, I think it depends totally on the perspective of who's who's hearing the band, what we sound like. But everybody like picks different things they like about our sound and and every song like not even from one song to the next, but within a song we switch different rhythms and tempos and we try to make songs quite democratically working together throughout the process and we end up like suppose somebody adds like wow what if we just slow this part down and and in the end the song is like six minutes long and it's it's like totally schizophrenic all over the place but i think that's what's special about our music that it's like nobody else could possibly have made the song that we end up with or as i say in the love cast schizophonic that's is that yeah. that sounds that sounds like better global sonic schizophonic is what the love cast is all about um, that's the world these days yeah. and your your membership is like pan cultural right yeah you know, how many, like what are who are all the people represented what are all the different um languages well represent? originally we had like five members of the ex-soviet union uh two mexican including myself and um nick being the only like born in Canada uh, and then with time we start to have like people like Aiko joining us Aiko has like is she's a multicultural self being because she is like Japanese living in New Zealand coming to Vancouver and you have such a like stem culture uh, diversity but yeah the band I'll let you go into that yourself but yeah that right now is we have people from Chile France um, Mexico Japan, like it's it's and all those influences carry along in our music, right? Like we we have there is some shared space in music that all these nationalities and backgrounds have like this link musically, and then also comes the all those very niche parts of our background and in our music that they show in and at the end what is Mingua music, and that's why it's so hard to put it in in a box, right? The, yeah, right, and so everybody brings a little bit of their own culture to it, yeah. right? I am Blanca. I'm Nick. I'm Aiko. And we are from the band Mingwa. Mingwa. And you're rocking to the Love Cast with Devo Rama. Say. 
los años 1600 Cuando el tirano mandó Las calles de Cartagena Aquella historia vivió Sí, fue ahí Llegaban esos negreros Africanos en cadenas Besaban mi tierra De esclavitud perpetua De esclavitud Oye, Meg, no le pe... 
is everybody play a specific instruments or do you have multi-instrumentalists in the band there is like uh percussions at some point at the beginning of the band i play percussions i was only singing and then i started playing a little bit of percussion bongos or widow it will be like my other my other my other part of me in the band uh but recently i started playing guitar also uh, but i think we are all pretty set in our instruments yeah 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 yeah. And how did y'all come together? Oof. You want to share how you came to the band? Me? Yeah. <laughs> My story is a little different from others who's been with the band for 10 years. I came from New Zealand six years ago and um, I got invited to play with Mingwa. And I left and went back to New Zealand and came back this year and then kind of came back in. But it was all thanks for the kindness of the people in the band i got got back into the in a new song learning all these new songs that they produced in last six years it's still challenging to this stage and i'm a little concerned about today's stage but <laughs> but it's a good fun and i think that what makes special with this community of people is that everyone's from different background different culture and but we kind of learn from each other and we like each other and we like hanging out with each other and that makes such a different experience being in a band so that, that's been always special for me even when I moved to move back to New Zealand or moved to Sweden didn't really matter I always wanted to come back to Mingwa. So you're like a group of friends then? Yeah originally like Nick, Roberto and the the drum section the percussion section you were part of another band and you you knew each other mm -hmm. right like well you yeah. can you can expand on that. So yeah the, so the very big origin of, of Mingwa was Three, well, four of us actually played in a reggae band called Hoffman Lenses. Long gone now, but <laughs> like, just kind of went. That was wrapping up as a band. We we had the jam space that we played uh, reggae music in, and and we just having a Roberto from Mexico City on percussion. You know, he kind of I think he was probably the impetus to convince us to try more like Latin rhythms instead, just to kind of mix it up a little. Because there's a such a history of reggae in Latin America mixed with you know Latin rhythms. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah. He, he brought that and, and we started to play a few salsa covers and invited a few friends from from the you know Russian community of Vancouver, former Soviet. Um, we have uh, Igor on keyboards who's from from Russia and then Anton who's from from Crimea, disputed, you know, territory Ukraine Russia, well, Soviet Union back back then. And then Max on guitar and Pasha on violin and Bo on uh, on congos as well. So yeah, it ended up being like majority Russian band for for a while at the beginning, and and we were trying to figure out like what how to how to do Latin music. Like when you don't come from that as a background, it's salsa especially. It's very off tempo, you know. And, and so Blanca also joined us very very quickly, and then we discovered cumbia uh, somehow. I mean they they knew it already, of course, uh, mm -hmm. being from Mexico. But um, for us, it was like like discovering a whole new world. And we realized it's a bit more kind of straight and like easier to get into than salsa. So cumbia. And it has a reggae connection to it. Yeah. Like it sounds like reggae almost, right? It's definitely, yeah, yeah. And and it just clicked with us. We played a few like cover songs at first and and there's this cool Russian band called Marshider Kunst who who plays Latin music as well. So that was a big inspiration. We did one of their covers. And then yeah, we just found our sound in Cumbia and, and we also found because we have this Eastern European sort of, I don't know you say, but darkly kind of melodic component to it that's very different than Latin melodies. We became this kind of dark cumbia-like sound that was just a little bit more brooding and sinister than what a lot of Latin American bands yeah, would sound like. A little bit more fun, no? Like. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, that would fit in in context like late at night in a nightclub. You know, we could play with rock bands, but we can also play our more sunny songs, more danceable songs, like earlier on in the day, like farmers markets, all sorts of yeah. So we can kind of just chameleon, just like fit in in almost any setting, uh, playing with other bands. Really nice. How long's the band been together? Ten years exactly. And has the music scene in Vancouver changed while you existed? Like. Did it exist in some realm and then kind of became more friendly to what you guys are doing? We now? definitely have seen that that change during these ten years. Like at the beginning, we always spoke about how difficult it was a little bit to introduce ourselves in the Vancouver scene because we were really much the only ones proposing that type of like music. But like right now, we see that there's more, especially Latin rhythm-based uh, bands, and that they're bringing that. And right now, we can we're having our ten anniversary. A party like a uh, show coming up in November 17th. <laughs> oh, go ahead. When, 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 when is it and where is it? Uh, at the Cobalt. Okay. Uh, November 17th. On the 17th? Yeah. So we, we are happy that we can invite other bands to come and play with us that they are in the same realm of, like, of music. Because now they exist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and that now people is more open also, right, to this and they're more involved. And I think as Many people don't like reggaeton and that stuff, but I think that also opened a door for like Latin music uh, globally. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, it's a very it can be boring, can be like not everybody likes reggaeton, but like it did open a door for people to be like, oh, but what is what else is there? Right? Yeah, like, yeah. So now people is more open to it too. So it's yeah, it has changed. It's really interesting, as you know, as an outsider to cumbia music, I find it so interesting how it's flourishing in cities around the world and. I would say in some cases, maybe in Latin America, like it's kind of what older people listen to and young people are more into like what is exotic to them, like rock and metal and stuff. Right. But away from Latin America, like you got, you know, a lot of people, immigrants living in cities around the world, bringing that music. And a lot of people who are, you know, like myself, not from a, from Latin America, uh, culturally, uh, just like falling in love with it. Like it's, for me, it's become, I would say my, my punk rock. You know, like something like, this is not what my parents were listening to. Yeah. This is totally like innovative and, and finding ways to mix that with stuff that I'm, you know, influenced by, like rock, psych rock, yeah. uh, progressive rock, funk music and stuff. It's just like trying to just do something that hasn't yet been done. That's what's interesting. And just about. like any other musical culture, it has many hybrids. It just keeps mm-hmm. uh, it's morphing into more things, right? Like reggaeton you know, is a, is a hybrid unto itself, you know, yeah. reggae and Latin music, so. Hola, que tal mi gente? Nosotros somos Mingua. Ustedes están escuchando The Love Cats with Dave Orama.
your albums. You've got three releases out. Is that correct? We've got yeah. I think we've done. So we've done four. You have yes. an EP. Yeah, one of them's a covers EP. So that one is kind of a oh, I haven't heard that here one. And there, yeah. we have a few videos, uh, and so we've done three EPs and one full-length album called The Strange One. Right. And we're in the process of recording our second full length. We have all the drums tracked and we've been playing the songs actually for a couple of years from this this album that's yet to be to be finished. But and then we have a few songs already for the the following album already. So we have we have so a you're lot well of ahead of yourselves. Yeah, yeah we have <laughs> some ways. It's funny because uh, during the pandemic, I think a lot of bands found themselves having time to create music because there was at the very beginning, right? You didn't right. have the space to go and play. Yeah. But uh, we found ways to even being like each of us in our house isolating like we found ways to create music and then when we were finally able to come together again into the rehearsal space we were so hungry we were craving that right and then just start to make music and yeah we i think it's been like one of our most like successful times to <laughs> make more music yeah i think a lot of creative people took advantage of that i mean but also you know there i'm sure being a musician there's a certain positive dopamine response to the creative process but then there's also connecting with the audience so when COVID happened i mean we saw it just with regular people who not even are musicians they're not getting the stimulus from various things that they're used to and how it had a negative effect on them you know so i i did the band struggle to stay together during that period i think there there was a moment where we were like oh are we still (laughs) doing this like yeah yeah, definitely there was a point where we were like okay let's just take it easy have a break and then let's wait until things reopen but like never was a real thought of disassembling the band. We were just like, okay, let's just be patient and mm-hmm. come back. But yeah, as soon as things open, we were like, let's find places to play. We need to play, right? And 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 to see that even with precautions and everything, like people also were craving that, and they were like very responsive to mm-hmm. to the music, the live music. Like sadly, Vancouver is becoming like less and less friendly to the live scene. Like it's more about the clubs and that stuff. But uh, we're still trying to find those corners where live music is like is welcome, well, right? Well, I have to say, I only lived in Vancouver for three years, and I came from Toronto, and I found the live music venue availability quite you know stark and i've always attributed that to very archaic liquor licenses in bc like they weren't giving out what they call cabaret licenses so all the old skid bars were the ones with the cabaret licenses that were where a lot of people were playing and you know i would go back to toronto and there'd be new live venues all the time but i'd go back to vancouver and it'd just be the same (laughs) yeah and and so did that you know i've lived out on vancouver island for 27 years and i don't get to vancouver that often are there more venues for you to perform at i think what is happening right now is the bands and like people is organizing themselves and finding like warehouses and places like that they can create and and make these spaces for them like more than venues themselves right like venues are like doing this thing down like shows are only happening until 10 p.m and at 10 p.m everybody out and there's like nightclub <laughs> it's just like yeah, yeah 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 so i i don't know if there's more venues do you know of any other one like quasi legal one one that's actually very interesting is just behind the back alley from our rehearsal space in east vancouver it's called green auto or green auto body and it operates i think two or three nights a week but they have proper you know liquor license they're advertising for it and stuff but it's like a 
kind of machine shop. I think they do like production for movies and stuff or green green screen mm-hmm. stuff. So anyway, some some really interesting places. The entrance is through the back alley, so it has this really like speakeasy kind of a vibe to it. And and yeah, that place is really booking up like crazy. We tried to book our our show there. We, we they're booked for the rest of the year. So but yeah, like the places like that. And and also I say that the, you know we love playing in Vancouver for our friends and fans and stuff, but we also love coming around the the coast here traveling around bc and and being up here in cumberland is such a treat like playing for new people and and the woodstow festival is just just amazing it's our first time being at the fest and i've had a a blast this weekend yeah you had a good time oh yeah 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 Yeah. the festivals like in interior bc and and the main island is they're they're always a treat there's a a special place in our heart because people is so like keen right to have fun to involve themselves with the music and everything so we we love to come to them too like it's it's a treat for us yeah and i've noticed the you know living out in vancouver island for quite a while that the tastes of the people here are becoming expanded you know like i mean especially also a lot of urban people are moving into these more rural communities and they're bringing kind of their knowledge of of a broader spectrum of music you're a big band. What are you eight piece now? Do you? What about touring festivals across the country? Have you been able to tap into that, or is that difficult? Right before the pandemic, we were already starting to organize ourselves to try to go back east, and then like things shut down, and we were like, okay, well, <laughs> that plan went down too. But yeah, we we are hopeful, and we really want to like get connections networking that we can bring ourselves back there because um yeah we would love to haven't had a chance yet but mm-hmm. yeah like, do you have an agent or a management company or do you just handle that all yourself just ourselves yeah so <laughs> so if uh promoters wanted to get a hold of you what's the best thing you do you have a website or no. yeah <laughs> Anywhere uh, on the social media or perhaps just our website, mingwa.ca. That's M-N-G-W-A.ca. And yeah, we'd love to link up with, with anyone, like yeah. get get out east, maybe get down the coast to Washington, Oregon, California. We have like, you know, a few connections here and there. But yeah, we'd love to expand the music further. I think in, in the U.S. especially, people are quite open to Latin American music, I, I have a feeling, down there. Mm-hmm. And people can buy your recordings on Bandcamp? Uh, any other places you certainly stream them as well yep yeah we're on all uh, all the regular places online and and yeah our last album was uh, crack a doom ep came out in 2020 we had a lot of fun we went to our friend brandon hoffman's place in uh williams lake and recorded that over a weekend and it's kind of our more like straight off the floor um little grittier sound of our music and, and let's say a little bit darker somehow those four songs that's especially my favorite album that we have made uh is uh you can get a sense more of we playing live in that album like mm-hmm. is uh, we were actually there in the room right playing while we were recording and it was very natural how it came together but yeah like um please check us out in any platform spotify apple music uh, like Bandcamp. if you want to spare a couple dollars and buy our, our music we we are very thankful for that we appreciate it and a shout out to the local cumbia band here in, in cumberland oh, yeah. cumbia landia we saw them play on friday and yeah very cool to have, have a little bit of that sound here right in cumberland and one of my favorite local bands i've seen them a few times this year yeah they're infectious yeah, yeah. one last question yeah so what, what do you like to write about who writes the songs I write my own lyrics. Mm-hmm. I think we all do our own <laughs> lyrics. Um, I do write a lot about like f- fairness, love, uh, unity. 
we try to not go into politics or stuff, although there's always something in my lyrics. There, I, I noticed that there's like hidden <laughs> lines. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, um, I don't have like a one certain topic. In your lyrics, I feel one theme is just uh, breaking down borders, like yeah. national borders and cultural borders and just, just everybody getting along, united uh, humanity. That's what I, what I would feel from Blanca's yeah. lyrics personally. Well, which is like the essence of the makeup of the band, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's the it's in the music, and then also, you know, uh, perhaps more metaphorically, but in, in in the lyrics as well. I'd say. All right, on well, Aiko, Blanca, and Nick from Mingua, thank you so much for joining me for this interview, and I wish you a lot of luck, and I hope I see you traveling across the country and getting booked at all these festivals because you guys would be great. I think people would love you across the country. I know it's hard for a large band, but I wish you a lot of luck, and thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for CIUT 89.5 FM.
some good times with our special holiday guests on the program today, Blanca, Nick, and Aiko, all members of the Vancouver-based global fusion big band Mingua. I hooked up with Mingua while they were performing last month at the Woodstove Festival in Cumberland, BC on Vancouver Island. And I'd like to thank John Sarazen for handling the tech on the interview, which was conducted at the Carbon Hair Company Salon. And that's the first time I've ever conducted an interview in a hair salon. So thanks to Carbon Hair and Seavox for setting that up and providing the gear and the space. Mingua is spelled M-N-G-W-A. And you can find the band online at mingua.ca. You can also stream and download the band's releases at their Bandcamp page. And you can stream Mingua music on most streaming platforms. Congratulations to Mingua for celebrating their 10th anniversary as a musical collective exactly one week after that interview was recorded. Music by Mingua heard during the interview included La Rumba de Kingsway, Rebellion, El Gato, and Camino Patucasa, selected from the band's various releases. This is the final Lovecast of 2023, and so I'm going to keep the fire blazing with another fine Latin dance selection mixed up for your sexy ears by Dave Rama to celebrate the return of the sun and the coming new year. Here's something released during the summer of 2023 from Toronto band Battle of Santiago, and this is Hey Chola to light the fuse on our final set of the year right here on The Lovecast. Chola wembe, a wembe chola Chola wembe, a wembe chola Chola wembe, a wembe chola Chola, 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 chola,
to the love cast with Deva Rama. Rama.
jeito de embelezar Entra nessa roda com seu jeito de encantar Quando gira e balança é uma beleza Quatro, cinco, cinco, seis, 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 seis,
2, 3, 4, 5, 5, 6. Shaking up the dance floor one more time before we hit the end of the year here on the final Lovecast of 2023. Ontario Jazz Funk Fusion Outfit 480 East in the set with a high energy track called Cinco Cinco Says in honor of the last day of the year coming up tomorrow, which will be 123 123. Belgium music producer Bouchami joining forces with multi instrumentalist Giacomo on a bump and cut called Overao Chegu, taken from the 2021 release Mistral du Sud. And at the top of that mix, we heard from Toronto band Battle of Santiago and a selection from their new studio album Los Santos y Pecadores and a percussive track called Hey Chola. Bringing us right up to the dimensional portal that will take us into the year 2024. You have been experiencing the final love cast of the year 2023, and I would like to thank my guests on the show today. Big love to Blanca, Nick, and Aiko, all members of the Vancouver-based global fusion band Mingua. Congratulations to the members of Mingua, who are celebrating their 10th anniversary as a band. Check out all their wonderful releases at mingua.ca. I would also like to thank John Sarazen from Seavox Radio for his technical supervision of my interview, which took place at the Carbon Hair Company Salon in Cumberland, British Columbia. I would also like to give another shout out to all the enlightened folk who supported Canadian Community Radio by sending love to CIUTFM through their generous donations. And extra big love going out to all the supporters of the Lovecast. Unfortunately, CIUTFM is still a few thousand dollars short of our fall fun drive goal. So please consider dropping some holiday support on the station at www.ciut.fm. And finally, I would like to thank every one of you who always take the time to tune in to the Lovecast every week. It's a real labor of love for me, and it wouldn't mean anything without having your ears tuning into my musical offerings here on the show every week. You have been dancing around deep inside the final Lovecast of 2023. Tune in next year as we take the Lovecast into 2024 and work our way towards celebrating 22 years of Lovecasting on the public airwaves. I'm so glad you could join me this week, and I hope the Lovecast has made your holiday season even more fun than you could have possibly expected. And so, until we meet here again next week, my name is Dave Rama, wishing you peace, love, and consciousness. And a big Happy New Year from the Lovecast.